411 Live. Well, you can learn about issues that affect us every day. Stay the world. 411 Real people, real talk. Made to help people in our community in every way. For your girl. Few people like it when rates go up. At least I don't like it. But it seems like it happens every year and you just kind of get accustomed to it. So, you know, what do you do? It would be nice if there was someone there that was kind of monitoring to see if those increases were warranted. Well, in Wisconsin, we are fortunate because we have the, um, the Consumer Utility Board that's got your back. Hello, everyone. I'm Beverly Taylor. This is the 411 Live. Real people, real talk. And my guest today is none other than Tom Content. He is the executive director of Citizens Utility Board. So welcome to you. Thank you. Great to be with you. Citizens Utility Board. It's, you know, a lot of people probably haven't heard of this, but... But as they listen to this podcast, I'm sure that they will be very happy that it does exist. So let's just kind of talk about the Citizens Utility Board. It's been around for a while, right? That's right. We'll be 45 years old next year, or this in 2024, so wow. the 45th anniversary. And uh, it was the first of its kind created in the country. So Ralph Nader, back in his consumer crusading days when he was trying to get airbags yeah. into vehicles, he was also concerned about electric utilities and a wave of nuclear power plants that were being built at the time. And he wanted his vision was to have a consumer action group in every state. Um, and Wisconsin was the first group to take him up on it. Um, Wisconsin ended up naming it the Citizens Utility Board. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there are actually Citizens Utility Boards in the upper, across the upper Midwest and in Oregon and some other states. But we were the first one created, and we, we've uh, been able to save customers uh, actually billions of dollars over time. You, you, you see your rates go up, but, but they would be that much higher. Um, if we weren't there representing the consumers and advocating for fairness and affordability. Okay. All right. So let's talk about you. Um, I, um, you know, I remember covering We Energy rate increases as an anchor reporter at Fox 6 News and you being a reporter from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I mean, how did you take that leap at to becoming the executive director. So I was, as I got interested in utility issues and back when I was at the Green Bay Press Gazette, and then I came here and covered it for in Milwaukee since 2003, mm-hmm. roughly, until uh, 2017. And I, w- I really dug into these issues. And it became something where, where um, I... I was looking for balance when I was doing those stories, mm-hmm. and I would talk to the utility, I would talk to the Citizens Utility Board and their director and and their uh, representatives. And as as an opportunity came up uh, about seven years ago, and to to make the jump, and so I went from writing for the people to advocating for the people. So, what did you see as a reporter that you know made you go? Mm. You know, we need some balance or there needs to be a voice. Well, so utilities have a lot of power and influence, um, whether it's at the legislature or at the at the Public Service Commission where all these decisions are made. Um, and you, when when uh, one thing that stuck in my mind was, was the, the profits that the utility makes and mm-hmm. the customers have to pay the bills for that. And we, if you look at the Oak Creek, the new Oak Creek coal plant that was built just about 10 
just over 10 years ago, there's actually a fixed profit rate for that plant for the next for, for 25 years, and it's a very high profit of of uh, over 12 12 and a half percent. Uh, that they're able to earn a return on that. And so I think what I saw is that there needs to be more balance mm-hmm. between the interests of the shareholders and the financial health of the utility and utility executives and their compensation, and then the customers paying the bills. Gotcha. So right in, in 2024, Yes. first of all, I should back up because I'm talking about We Energies because that affects folks in Milwaukee, oh, the sure, Milwaukee sure. area. But you guys monitor utilities across the state. state. Yes. yes. So it's like, what, five, six? How many are we talking? Well, it's amazing. Once you get into it, you learn more and more. But so I'm a We Energies customer. I live around here. But uh, we represent customers across the state, including five big utilities, Mm -hmm. uh, not as big as We Energies. They're the biggest in the state. But then we also represent customers for for city-owned utilities. So sometimes we get involved in in those cases, too, like when if the city of Milwaukee or Madison wants to increase the water rates, sometimes we get Ah. involved in those cases. Or if if, uh, a a city-owned utility like in Shano, they have their own utility as well, and we'll represent uh, residential customers there. We're there for the residential customers and the small business customers for fairness for those customer, you those, those are, two customer groups. You guys are busy. We're busy. We're a small team, and it's a very busy team. <laughs> yeah. I think you told me six people, maybe? We're six total. We have a four-person regulatory team, and they were, in 2023, my team was simultaneously working on five five utility rate cases involving We Energies, but also big cases involving the two Madison-based utilities, as well as Excel Energy way out in the western part of the state. So so they're, uh, it, it's a dizzying time uh, at times of the year for as they're dealing with simultaneous deadlines, right. but trying to, but every day trying to focus on fairness and, and making sure that the utilities aren't gold-plating their systems, that we're making sure that, cut, that rates are affordable um, going forward. Okay. So to 2024, yeah. rates... In um, in the Milwaukee areas, right. We Energies yep. going up like three percent. They went up three percent January twenty twenty four, and then over the last two years, about fourteen fourteen and a half percent. So it's been it's been a, a in the fall of twenty twenty two. There was a lot of concern about the double digit increase was, that was coming, mm-hmm. and it hit. Um, and we were concerned about that, and we were advoc- we did were able to achieve some lower profits for the utility in that case. Um, but come April twenty twenty four, we're bracing because they're they're we expect them to come back for more because their regular cycle of a, of a rate increase on a rate rate case request would be have them coming back for a bigger a bigger increase that would hit bills in 2025 so we're uh-huh. prepping for that right now okay so we had double digits for 2023 right and then and a then little bit more for 2024 but then what's coming for 25 and 26 because usually they do these cases for over a two-year time period so, so right. you, normally when energies is just in in the even even years mm-hmm. uh, but they had a us, that supplemental increase that came just at the beginning of this year. Okay. So there's a lot of cases at the same time. So, so let's talk about it, like yeah. 3%. That, for an average household, that would mean what? $4, $4 a just month? Just under 4 bucks a month for the typical customer. Okay, um, so for you and me, that's like, eh, you know, I don't like it going up, but $4, I can handle that. Right. But and f- there are other people who are looking at it and saying, 
I'm barely making it now. Right, exactly. It's such a big difference. If you're making 5000 a month or 10000 a month, it's, you know, we can swallow this, but we don't like it. But inflation, it's part of the inflationary trends. Mm-hmm. But if you're making $1,000 a month or less, or, or just if you're really struggling to get by, or you're unemployed, I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, Wisconsin's rates as a, as a whole across the country um, our rates, our electric rates, are the second highest in the Midwest. Um, oh wow! And 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 We Energies is kind of on the high end within Wisconsin. So We, we Energies uh, ranks in the top ten of about fifty utilities across the Midwest oh, in terms wow. of prices. And so that's where we really have. Um, we're looking for. F- we're we're excited that there's more public. Uh, interest in this space because of the inflationary environment in the last few years and, and the fact that there was a double-digit increase generated a lot of concern mm-hmm. um, in Milwaukee and in the in the media, too, uh, about about the trends that, w- that we're seeing. So when the, the rate increase, you know, talked about the hearings or pe- public input yes. was uh, asking for that, what did you hear residents say? They said we're already struggling to get by, yeah. um, and and how much more can we take? Um, and that's and that's where there's a, a big focus on on affordability, um, and people who. One of the things that we did during the pandemic is we upped our game in terms of our focus on energy burden mm-hmm. um, and affordability. Um, and Cub was actually the the organization that led the way in asking the state uh, the state to require utilities to actually analyze the energy burden of their own customers. They hadn't been doing that. And we said there should be annual reports, annual filings about this. And so uh, now there are those, those annual filings. And it shows, you know, it shows some of what you'd expect, which is north side of Milwaukee, south side of Milwaukee, there are some real pockets of energy poverty, um, where their energy affordability is, a, is an extreme challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, it, a, good, a good energy burden is somebody if, who's paying you know, less than 6% of their household income on their utilities. Okay. But in parts of Milwaukee uh, and, in, and in some rural parts of the state, it can be 10%. It can be 15%. Oh, it wow. can be more. Um, so that's where, that's where people – and those, those people through the uh, – CUB doesn't have the community organizing aspect as much as some of the other groups, but Northside Rising or Citizen Action, Walnut Way Conservation Corp., they, um, they were able to um, – bring residents to those hearings in the fall of 2023 and again in in the fall of 22 and 23 to basically sh- say that you know how much how much more can we handle how much more can can we can can the average customer take yeah. or the struggling customer take especially exactly and then you have that issue whereas somebody who's on the fringes uh, economically and their utilities, it's disconnected because Correct. they were unable to pay. Right. Then to get reconnected, they have to pay hundreds of dollars, right? Exactly. There's a reconnection, a reconnection uh, requirement, and the Public Service Commission actually has, has a case going on right now that we hope it's going to uh, resolve that. Um, after, during the pandemic, there was a for, CUB worked with the We Energies to create a forgiveness program, mm-hmm. and actually it's helped about tens of thousands of customers remain connected over the last couple of years oh, um, because they're, they're able to get uh, pay a discounted rate on their bill. Um, but if they keep making those payments every month, you can only miss one or two over 12 months. But if you, if you, make, if you do that over 12 months, you can get your, all those 
back balance is forgiven. Oh, wow. That's, it's called okay, the, that's good. It's called the Low Income Forgiveness Tool. Um, and so we created it. We were negotiated directly across the table from We Energies, and they and 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 cre- helped create this thing, um, this uh, lift program. And now the PSE is actually, uh, while we're talking here, they're actually analyzing that program. And and as part of that analysis, they're they're looking closely at that reconnection fee. Um, so we think that's going to get addressed um, in the in the coming months. That's great. So I mean, every time you talk about something that Cub has done, it just makes me think. Man, I'm glad you're around. Well, and that's what I said. When I first moved to Green Bay and started covering this stuff up in northeast Wisconsin, the city editor turned to me and said, you got to get the other side. Call Cub. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know there was a public service commission. I didn't know there was a Cub. But but she knew. And she's actually a retired retired, uh, journalist who's a member of Cub uh, living in northeast Wisconsin (laughs) today. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm sure for you, it's, it's gratifying to be able to, you know, go up against the big guys and make a difference for, you know, ratepayers. Yeah, we're, it, some days, some days we feel like the the, pay, the the pace of progress is is too slow, uh-huh. but but because we're there every day, we're able to think about, you know, and talk to talk to our consumer advocate colleagues in other states and get ideas. So every day our team is kind of fishing for what what else can we do to make a difference? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I when we talked the other day, and you were mentioning something about sometimes utilities take advantage of crisis. Right. What did you mean by that? Some of the, when you think about utilities, when you think about how we get it. Most people don't think about how they get electricity, uh, uh, the electricity they get, mm-hmm. unless it's not working. Right. They think the, this, they, this, they flip the switch and the lights come on. But when the lights don't come on, that's when there's a crisis. And so Milwaukee and the eastern parts of Wisconsin experienced, we didn't experience blackouts, but we experienced power shortages and calls for conservation in the late 90s. This is going back a ways. Mm-hmm. But after that, that became the, the impetus for the utilities to say, we have, and, the, and working with Governor Thompson at the time, to say, we need to simplify how we get p- power plants permitted. We need to enable uh, more construction of power plants. We need to do all these things. Um, and they were able to get that um, pretty effectively through the legislature because there was such a concern about reliability. We are as concerned about reliability as anyway, and we're hearing complaints. The city of Glendale has complaints, has a complaint filed with the Public Service Commission right now about reliability, um, because a lot of the air, a lot of the region experienced power, you know, several days of outages in this in the storms that we've seen in mm-hmm. the last few years. Um, so we're as concerned about reliability, and we want a sound system, but we don't want a system that's overbuilt at the same time. Gotcha. Because if you overbuild it, the customers are paying too much. And the shareholders are getting too much because the, every time they build, uh, our, our rates go up, but the profits go up. And this is a company, um, all these companies together, that uh, the, the five utilities in Wisconsin, I'm going to refer to my, no, my quick notes here, but the five utilities in Wisconsin had up. $1.3 billion of profit just in 2022 alone. Oh, my so, God. And, and a bunch of that, you know, was just uh, – so uh, – the lion's share of that was We Energies and Wisconsin Public Service because they're owned by the same company here in Milwaukee. All right. Let's talk. We're going to talk a little yep. bit more about those profits, too. Sure. But first, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the 411 Live Real People, Real Talk. We'll be right back.
not see it coming. It's pre-diabetes, and it captures one in three adults. But you can escape. Take the one-minute pre-diabetes risk test to know where you stand and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. Be your own hero on smartphones everywhere at doihaveprediabetes.org. Hi. I'm your retirement fear, but don't be scared. You're still in pre-tirement. Does that mean I have more time to plan? Precisely. Here, this is pretirement.org. Retirement savings options? <laughs> Potential tax breaks? Smooth. This isn't scary. I'm doing it. You got this. <laughs> Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan. Welcome back to the 411 Live. My guest today is Tom Content. He is Executive Director of Citizens Utility Board, also known as CUB, which is much easier for me to say and there remember. You go. Yep. <laughs> we were talking about um, utility profits, and um, I want to go back to, you know, the rate increases. So they ask for the rate increases, and they say, okay, well, we're doing the transition to cleaner energy. We're closing closing off the coal plant. Um, you know, this is it. And, and then later on down the road, consumers will save money. Is that kind of what's going on? That is what's going on. The, the, the vision is to save money over time, but the challenge is we're still paying for the coal and still paying for the natural gas. So we pay, we pay diesel surcharges to get that coal from Wyoming when, when diesel prices go up. We, pay to get, we have to pay to get that the, the utility customers and the utility are, end up being billed when the, to get the natural gas from other, other parts of the country to Wisconsin. So there is a, con, a switch over time to cleaner energy sources. The cost of solar has come down dramatically, 90 percent, more than 90 percent over goodness. the last five years. Mm -hmm. And when the sun shines, it's free. You don't have to pay for that fuel. Right. Same thing when the wind blows and, uh, and for wind power. So that's, 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 we're banking on savings over time. Um, and that's, and, and it actually is saving, um, it can save customers money. But the challenge is we're paying for everything at once. And so mm. we're at this really kind of a clinch, a cinch point or a tough, tough spot in this transition where we're still paying for the coal um, and but we're and they're asking us to keep paying for that while we're still paying while we're while they're transitioning. So that's that's a real challenge. So what's the what's the solution? So the solution that we see is um, to actually reduce the cost and to reduce the profits on those coal plants. So if a, our view is the utility is going to make good money and they see green in the in the green energy, they see dollars in cents in terms of building more solar plants, mm -hmm. and they're going to profit off of that. We think they shouldn't be profiting for 10 or 20 more years on coal plants after they're shut down. So in the case of Oak Creek, so there's at, it's two power plants in Oak Creek. There's the new one that was just built. Mm -hmm. There's actually another one that was built in the 50s and the 60s that's still going. And in 2024, the first half of that plant's going to shut down. But the way it's set up now, the utility would keep profiting on that plant. So there's no savings to, for, uh, for us. There's savings in operating costs because they're not going to need as many people. And there's, there's, uh, there are some savings. But there should be more savings to make this clean energy transition more affordable. And so that's why um, we want the, the 
we want the state. So we advocate mm -hmm. to the Public Service Commission, and we want to see the state um, cut the profits on those older coal plants. And there are a couple ways of doing that. One is to just cut the profit, reduce right. it. But there's also another way called ref a refinancing process mm -hmm. called securitization. And we were able to negotiate directly with We Energies to save money when the Pleasant Prairie coal plant shut down. That was just torn down in 2022, I think. Um, and so we saved uh, tens of millions of dollars. Wow. Customers saved tens of millions of dollars when that shut down. But in order to, but but there, the, this utility has billions in the pipeline in terms of new power plants, solar, natural gas, wind that it wants that it's planning to come in and ask to get built. So if they're going to approve all this new stuff, let's save on the stuff that isn't even needed to keep the lights on or keep keep our homes homes and homes comfortable. Right. So when do you go directly and? try to negotiate with we energies versus going through the the PSC the public service commission to that's a know. really good question so so uh, it used to be this the uh, this litigious process of you know we're the advocate and we're we're demanding this and it was just paper legal briefs and mm -hmm. and and te sorry testimony going back and forth but in the legislature actually created enabled settlements and said the legislature under the Walker administration created a passed a law that that said uh, utilities should be encouraged to settle their cases to help mm -hmm. reduce the co the cost of litigating these cases, and so that's why we were negotiating across the table with the utility instead of these these long drawn out cases. Sometimes the long drawn out cases are necessary because you can really um, open up and and really peel back the onion to see where there might be areas of overspending. Right, a lot of discovery going exactly. on. Exactly, yeah. questions and what, what what's what, what's why are you why are you planning why do you why do you have this many employees this year but you say you're going to have this many more employees next year when you actually haven't hired that many over the last few years. Those are questions that the PSC asks because they have a staff of auditors that asks tough questions of mm -hmm. the utilities and then we ask questions about related to their profits and other things. So it's there are two. It's two different ways of doing the, doing a case. Um, and right now, the PSC chair, uh, appointed by Governor Evers, Rebecca Cameron Bach, um, she's she's actually stated a preference for the traditional way of doing things versus those settlements. And so, so the last couple, so so actually, we we had Cub had actually negotiated a settlement with with We Energies in 2022. And and the uh, the PSC rejected it. What what even though they rejected it, they took a lot of the elements of that settlement and said, "We like this this thing that Cub came up with. We like this thing." Uh -huh. uh, so so it, there's just different ways of of slicing of slicing the apple, if you will. Yeah. But but then this year um, we're expecting we're not sure if there'll be a settlement in 2024 or not. Um, as once this case develops, they're going to come in in 2024 and ask for more. But we just don't know how much yet. Um, we don't know what what path that keys will take yet. Great. But we'll be there. So with Cub, besides advocating for the, the rate payers, you guys also kind of educate, educate us, give us tips on maybe cutting some costs. or Exactly. That. So what could we do? Well, there's a bunch of things that, that people can do that are one of the things we – 
want to make sure is people get on the right rate plan. Mm -hmm. So there's a special rate called time of use, which is kind of like a nights and weekends rate. So if you can shift your energy use, like washing your dishes, washing your laundry, washing your clothes, um, if you have an electric vehicle, charging your electric vehicle, you'd pay a premium during the middle of the day on a weekday. But at nights, in the early mornings or on the weekends, you'd have much lower rates. So just uh -huh. one, a little bit of behavior switch, you could actually save a bunch on your bill just by switching to this other rate. All the utilities have these, these great rates, but most people don't know about them. So that's uh -huh. why that's the first thing I want to talk about is get, make sure you're on the right rate for you. You know, and if you can if you can take some of those energy intensive things that you're doing around the house and just shift it, shift them until later in the day or the evening, you can save a bunch of money. Oh wow! So that's a, that's one simple thing anybody can do. And then we like to promote the Focus on Energy program, which mm -hmm. is the statewide efficiency energy efficiency program. And any We Energy's customer um, can get a free energy pack from Focus every single year. Um, they don't often know that. So that's one of the things I like to say when I come on uh, shows like this is you just go on focusonenergy.com and you, you we might need your account number, your We Energy's mm -hmm. account number, have that ready. But you can get a, a free energy pack so it's going to have insulation or it's going to have some uh, energy-saving light bulbs or smart power strips. Um, so that, that actually, um, you know, if you want to have, have that TV going, but you want to have certain things you can turn off um, by using the po smart power strip, you can take advantage of that. There are a lot of cool things that are available. Um, if people have more money to spend uh -huh. to save on, save on energy, I mean, everybody should be insulating their attics and their basements. Walk around your house and feel where that's drafty. Feel where you're not comfortable, and you'll know that that's where you're, you're taking that heated energy that that's coming in in the winter and it's going right out the door right out right through the right through their walls yeah that's so more, dollars walking away those are dollars those are big <laughs> dollars so that's that's why we want to promote insulation and air sealing and there are going to be a lot of new incentives coming we think in 2024 later in 2024 we're not sure exactly the timing but the inflation reduction act that congress passed has a ton of new incentives that the focus on energy program is going to be rolling out for insulation, for heat pumps, uh, new, which is a new kind of uh, heating and cooling technology mm -hmm. that is next generation after traditional furnaces. Um, there's a lot of incentives that are coming coming to, to Wisconsin. Uh, we just don't know the exact time frame yet. Oh, that's there, something and they're already for. And because of that bill, that law, there are already tax credits available. So somebody who who can go out and get an energy audit. So if you find out your house is really drafty, you can actually hire an energy auditor to come in, and they'll use an infrared camera to go around your house, and they'll, they'll, they'll find where your problem spots are. Mm -hmm. And then, then you can take that and make a plan for what, what changes can I make around the house to improve my efficiency in the next couple of years. Oh, wow. That's great. Now, you guys, sometimes you go to groups and you speak to groups, right? <laughs> Yeah, like optimist clubs or rotaries and we um, neighborhood groups. Um, so um, I've spoken at the Walnut Way uh, weekly meetings in the, in the Lindsay Heights neighborhood. Um, and we, we come in with, you know, 10 ways to save or sometimes we do policy talks, but we'd love to be able to get the word out around Milwaukee and the region um, and, and, and communicate that, that even more. What should people do to, to get you to their group? So they can email me directly, content at cubwy.org. They can, uh, um, and then we will we will reach out and try to set something up. Mm -hmm. um, we're 
we're excited about. Uh, we also do utility, what we call utility bill clinics. They're kind of like lunch and learns, but you you bring us your bill. We'll we'll actually look at and 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 educate you on 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 what's in the what's on the bill, right. but also maybe look for ways to save. Um, and so we do that as part of the cons- of our consumer education as well. So I guess it, uh, another thing, another bottom line, uh, besides all the savings that you've given me, so that that's great. And there are a few things that I need to do right away. Um, people need to, instead of waiting till the rates go up and then getting upset and things are done, they can proactively become involved and maybe, you know, give – their input to the PSC or, you know, talk to you guys. Right. How can they become actively involved? Well, that's what we want. We want when, when the utilities, uh, when it's all jargon that to- people don't understand, um, then, 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 the util- then the other side, the utilities win and the consumers don't win. We want more public participation. So they should, they should look on the, they should follow, they can follow our, uh, what we do on our blog or our podcast. Uh, we have, we send out updates to mem- all of our members up to our email list and they can join us um, by donating money uh, for, to our nonprofit because we're a nonprofit. So but we're, they, we just ran out of time. So give me that email. Cubwi.org is our website. There you go. There we go. All right. That's where you can get more information. You have been a wealth of information. So thank you so much for coming on, Tom. Thank you. This this has been really educational for me. Glad to do it. So I appreciate it. Tom Content, and he is the Executive Director of Citizens Utility Board. Thanks for all that you guys do. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for another edition of the 411 Live. Remember, we're a nonprofit organization. If you're so inclined to help us out, go to our website, the411live.org. Until next time, I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live. Real people, real talk. If you would like to check out past episodes, there are many ways. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Like and watch us on Facebook. Watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you have suggestions for future episodes, go to our website, the411live.org. Thank you.